Hi, I'm Karen Barno, founder of Your Business Sweet Spot and Blue Rose Podcast. Welcome to episode eight. I want to talk today about the imposter syndrome. I see so many women, and I'm sure men do, but I, my business is primarily women who deal with the imposter syndrome all the time. You know, it's the, I'm not good enough. I'm going to fail. They're going to find out I'm a fake. They're going to find out I don't know anything. When I first took my job as the CEO in this company that I'm a CEO of, I was convinced that at any moment somebody would come through and say, you know what, you have no idea what you're doing. And there would have been some reality to that, no lie. But I was learning on the job. I was learning as fast as I could, but I never could convince myself that I, match, I matched up. You know, I'd go to meetings and there'd be these lobbyists that were high-powered lobbyists. And here I'd be sitting trying to figure out the language that they're using. And so I constantly felt like an imposter. And then all of a sudden it was just an epiphany that I realized all these people started at the beginning as well. Nobody was born being a master lobbyist. Nobody was born being a, the greatest CEO ever. When Steve Jobs was born, he wasn't born and came out of the womb saying, yep, I'm gonna invent Apple and be a genius. Everybody has to learn what they're, what they're good at, what their sweet spot is. You know, the sweet spot's where your passion, your skills, and the money intersect to make a beautiful business. But we'll talk more about that later. The, you know, the common words that people use when they're feeling like an imposter, they'll say, as I said before, I felt like a fake. People are going to realize I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I'm down on my luck. I just can't make anything work. I can't get this through. You know, and I don't want to be successful anyway. Who wants to be successful? Nobody does. And it's and they just kind of blow it off and move forward. I would apply for that job, but I don't really want it. Or I would apply for that job, but they'll give it to somebody else. They'll give it to a man, to a woman, to whatever, but they would never give it to me. And so they discount themselves. And when they go to build a business, it's the same thing. You know, well, my business would be successful, but I don't have all the fancy coaches or I don't have the fancy resources. I don't have the tech knowledge. And it's just the imposter syndrome. They're afraid of stepping into their greatness. And I, and I, through my research, I found that there's actually really five types of imposter syndrome. The first type is perfectionist. That's, you know, and you, we all know those. They're the people that everything has to be perfect. Um, they set very high goals to themselves, usually so high that they couldn't accomplish it if they wanted to, because that's the imposter. Um, they experience self-doubt, which that is a major part of, of the imposter syndrome. And let me kind of back up a little bit. The imposter syndrome usually comes from a childhood where either you had, you know, in your siblings, one sibling was fantastic at something and you weren't. You know, one sibling could do this and you could not. So you always saw that sibling and you kept trying to match up to that sibling, but you couldn't. I mean, when I was growing up, my sister was so smart. She played in band, she played the clarinet, she played girls basketball, she was athletic, she was everything. And I was just this fat little chubby girl who tried to be athletic. And I mean, I can golf and racquetball, but you know, basketball and that stuff wasn't for me. I, you know, did not get good grades in school. I graduated the bottom 5% of my class. So I always felt like an imposter, like I couldn't match up to what was going on. And that's kind of what happens and that grows and grows and grows until either you learn that you have this syndrome, the imposter syndrome, and you learn how to overcome it, or 
you live your life in this area. You know, and I, I realized pretty early on when I left home and joined the military and also I started getting kudos and, a, and praise and appreciation for being a great medic that I was like, okay, I can do this, but it still creeps up. I just have to be aware of the self-doubt, the lack of confidence. You have to have confidence. You have to believe in you. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. Doesn't matter if they believe in you or not. All that matters is you believe in you. Because if you believe in you, you will find your tribe. You will find your group. You will mesh because you will find the talents that you have and the passion and you'll bring them together. So, you know, way to tell if you're a perfectionist because perfectionists never know the perfectionists. They micromanage. Um, they don't delegate. They have to keep everything to themselves. They, um, they, again, they set such high marks that nobody could accomplish it. And that's how they do it. And then they beat themselves up. They make a mistake and they just go into this, this hamster with a circle of, you know, upsetness. So there's a perfectionist. The next one is the superwoman. We all know the superwoman. That's the person that gets into the office early. The last person out to shut the door. This is the person when you say we're going to lose weight, you know, go on a weight loss journey in the office. She's the one that's out there exercising and doing everything she can. Um, or she'll, you know, but, but she'll let it go to the wayside because something else will come up for her to be the superwoman in. Um, these are the people that are really convinced that they're phonies. These are the people that think they're the fakes. These are the people that will push themselves to work harder and harder to measure up. And in their mind, they will never, ever, ever measure up. Because like the perfectionists, they'll set such a high bar and they'll exhaust themselves. They'll become out workaholics. They'll become alcoholics. They'll, they'll start taking, you know, they're the ones that have the ulcers. They're the ones that have the health issues because they're trying so hard to match up. Again, imposter syndrome, it's all about matching up to, the, to this bar that you have set for yourself. They're, they're trying so hard that their hobby, say, you know, you have a superwoman that does all this stuff and she's really a great painter. But she doesn't paint anymore because she works so much and she's trying to please everybody and she's out to dinner with everybody and she's networking and she belongs to all these networking groups. I mean, she's the person and it doesn't matter what networking group you go to, she's there. Doesn't matter what seminar you go to, she's there. And other ones that you think, man, where does she have the time? You know, how does she do this? When what you don't realize is she's churning and burning inside because she's not really accomplishing anything great because she's got too many things going on. And that feeds into her imposter syndrome. If, if I was like this person, you know, this is a superwoman. If I was like that person, I'd be able to get all this done. What the superwoman doesn't realize is somebody that's at the office that's working nine to five, you know, pedal to the metal. When they go home, they relax. They hang out with their kids. They do homework. They're not constantly on. They've learned to step back. The superwoman has not learned to step back. The natural genius, these are the people that truly believe that everything they do comes easy to them. They have a track record of getting straight A's in school. They always got uh, great stars. They were the star football player. Um, they were told that they were the smart one. They're the most athletic one. They're the brilliant one. They're the most musically inclined one. And it sets them up because they can't be great at everything. A national, natural genius can't be great at everything they attempt to do. And because of that, they set themselves up for failure. Again, all, all an imposter is doing is setting themselves up for failure. doesn't matter which of the five ones you are, you're setting yourself up. 
The next one is the soloist. This is somebody that wants to do everything alone. They like to work alone. They like to be alone. They think they can accomplish better on their own. They grab the work and they huddle it up to themselves. And while everybody else is in a group having lunch, they're in their office working alone. Now, while they're working alone, they're thinking, why doesn't anybody like me? Why doesn't anybody work with me? Why doesn't anybody help me? Because they want to be the soloist. They want everybody to, they, they push everybody away and wonder why nobody's there. I know all these, if you think about it, all these are like, they're, they're so self-perpetuated. If they would just sit down with themselves and, and quit trying again to match up. So that's the solarist. And you know, and I know a lot of solarists. I probably, I know some of my share perfectionist, um, but probably the two biggies I see are the perfectionist and the solarist. And I would figure the solarist, solarist is either very into themselves, meaning they, they're not, they're an introvert. And I never really put it together until much deep into my career that they're really the ones that are so afraid of making a mistake. They're so afraid of being judged by others that they work alone. The last one is the expert. This is the person that knows it all. This is the person that if somebody says to them, oh, I wonder how to do this, they'll run and go online and figure it out. They will buy every book they'll own, a million books, because they have to know it all. They're the ones that when a job is posted, if they don't fit every one of the 25 things that people throw on job listings, they won't apply because they, they're not the expert in all that. Um, they seek out, they're the ones that have all the training and all the certification. You're like, Lordy, you have so much training and certification because they constantly think they need to improve their skills. If they're not improving their skills, then they're not moving forward. So they're always learning the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. They never feel like they know enough. So when they start their own business, they study and buy books and they buy a million, they have a million coaches. They've done everything. They follow a thousand people on Facebook and everything, but they don't feel like they have enough information yet to move forward. And all these, all these imposter syndromes are really a way for you to sabotage yourself for them to sabotage who they are. So they don't have to step into their greatness because they're too afraid because in their mind, they will never match up. So if any of these resonated with you, please let me know, you know, I can help you with them. Um, if they really resonate with you, then you might want to look for therapy. You might want to, you know, for me, everything's online, go online and research it and figure out how to heal it. But start, stop planning, stop, you know, figuring out everything and just go take action. This is an action oriented universe, take action. So I hope this has helped you. If you recognize any of these at all, let me know below. If you're on my podcast, if you're on my Facebook page or IGTV and you're looking at this, please let me know comments below. If you have any questions, let me know. If you're interested in my new, um, my new, I'm sorry, MP3 that I put together, the top 10 success habits for six-figured, for women entrepreneurs who make six figures or more. You know, there's over my years and I've known, you know, more than my share of millionaires. I mean, those I trip over and I only a couple billionaires and I only know, you know, two billionaires. But it's these habits, and I've interviewed all these guys over the past couple years, sitting in meetings with them, going on retreats with them, and just learning what their success habits are. So jump over. I'll, I'll put it below on my podcast. I'll put it in my show notes. Otherwise, I'll talk to you guys later. This is a time for you to find your business sweet spot, and hope you find your blue rose. 
I'm Karen Barner. Thank you. Bye-bye.